it can be very easy to get caught up in the church world and feel like, well, um, is this, you know, I, I'm just the, like I said, I'm just the media guy or I'm just a designer and you're not just uh, anything. I mean, you are providing great value there. So uh, I, I really like that part of it. Welcome to Church Media HQ. My name is Luke Clayton, and today we have a unique episode where, to be honest, we veer into a topic that, yeah, it's a little bit out of the media sector, but it definitely is spot on for churches. A lot of times, people in creative positions can feel like maybe they have something more to do with their life. And many times that is the case. Uh, so many times, maybe a youth pastor has also got a talent for design. And so they do that as part of their job description. However, ultimately, they want to fulfill that role of a youth pastor and maybe even a pastor. And that is certainly wonderful. However, there are times where someone uh, they genuinely love doing creative work. They love being a designer. They love being a web developer or a videographer. In fact, I've met many people over the years that really believe that that is a calling on their life. And so many times in a church culture, it can be easy to feel like you are your, your position is just a means to an end. And again, sometimes that's the case, but many times it's not. And there's nothing wrong with that. Today, we are going to look at another part of the conversation that I had not too long ago with Stephen Houck, where we talk about this very topic. So enjoy as we continue the conversation with Stephen and discuss the idea of how creativity can be your calling. Now, can we just give us, just so our, uh, our audience knows, just a little back, bit of background about you, what you do, uh, and uh, kind of how you got to where you are now? Oh, wow. Um, so quickly, uh, kinda, I guess a short story. I mean, I grew up in a Christian home. My, my dad and my parents are very faithful at a church in Southern California. Most of you probably heard of it, Lancaster Baptist Church. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. went to West Coast Baptist College. That's where I met my wife. Um, and uh, we both graduated there. Um, and then right after graduation, literally probably a couple weeks after, we moved up to Northern California and worked for eight and a half years as the college director at a church. Um, and obviously when I say college director, that just means that's just a fancy title, but basically all of the titles of everybody on staff was assistant to the pastor, which means yes. for multiple hats. Um, mm-hmm. And one of those hats was media. Um, and really in junior, senior high, kind of go back to, to grade school was when I really showed interest in design and I got involved in the yearbook. Um, and was because my parents were on staff, I was able to kind of spend extra hours after school and after football practice and stuff and just kind of fool around in Photoshop and, and InDesign and all of that stuff. Um, so really just kind of self-taught. Um, and then when college hit, I was able to do a couple of jobs here and there for, for people who were doing, you know, a church plan or they were working at a, at a chapel or something like that on weekends. And so, um, it kind of slowly picked up. And then when I, when, when I was hired at the church in Northern California, um, it kind of just came up after I was hired um, saying, oh, we heard that you do d- design. So let's kind of throw that on your plate. 
And it ended up being a lot of work over time. It kind of escalated as we started producing more things internally, like tracks and pamphlets and banners. And they saw the value in having that. And so um, every year it kind of just went to the next level, went to the next level. Um, and I eventually was able to, from that relationship, build in more relationships. A lot of it was, you know, produced by the pastor with some of his contacts. They would contact me. And uh, my brother-in-law moved to the Bay Area, so I was able to do some work for him. And so slowly it just kind of grew into a side hustle, which um, really helped. I mean, in ministry, I know a lot of people are bivocational. Um, so being in the Bay Area, probably one of the most expensive places in the States um, to live. And we were on the East Bay. We were even on the San Francisco side. We were on the East Bay in Oakland, which we call the trashy part of the, the Bay. But, um, <laughs> we, you know, but it's still a very expensive place to live. And, and so God... Um, provided through through that avenue and and it was able to really show me that um i was never really called to preach i could never pinpoint a time where i was called to preach um and i kind of just and it wasn't a bad thing to follow into that footsteps there's a lot of people who volunteered um and i kind of just followed the footsteps of people before me and um but during that whole process of being at the church after the five-year mark which is originally the the commitment i gave to the church um it just kind of snowballed from there as far as, you know, we were unsettled and it wasn't anything bad or wrong going on. It's just, God was just preparing us. Um, and so, um, back in beginning of 2018, after several months, really several years of battling, but several months of prayer and fasting, um, we sold our home, um, that God had provided to us. Uh, we sold literally everything unless it could fit into our minivan. And we started, um, driving out to Cleveland, Ohio, um, and our first day here was January 1st, 2018, and it was negative four. Um, <laughs> we were coming from, you know, an area where it was like 60 degrees, 70 degrees most of the, <sighs> most of the time. And so it That's was cold. definitely, it was definitely a test of like, okay, God, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but you know, we, you know, not knowing anything about business and stuff, God just kind of, you know, let us each and every one, you know, each and every step and my wife, I'm really thankful for her. She's very, she's never gone to business school, but she's very type A and she's very organized and she was really in, instrumental in um, helping us kind of get everything structurally there. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where we are. I mean, the last two years have been a joy ride as far as just learning the craft and learning how to work with churches. And um, we've been able to work with churches and missionaries from Japan to Kurdistan um, is what I usually wow. say is because um, in recent years, we've done a lot of stuff for missionaries that are going to Iraq and Kurdistan. And so That's I cool. kind of say that as a joke, just cause it rhymes and you know, it's really true. Yeah. We've worked with a lot of people. And so, um, but very blessed, uh, to be here. And so, um, you know, uh, I can't, I can't look anything back and, and regret anything that God has done into our lives. Um, I don't regret being in the ministry for eight and a half years. Um, but I say that to say this, that if you're not called to be in the ministry, you shouldn't be there. Um, yeah. and I think that God has a plan for everybody. And if it's not what his plan is, then you're in the wrong spot, even if yeah. it's a good place. Um, I always said this, it, 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 it could be a good place, but it's not God's best place. Um, yeah. and so it wasn't that it was a bad church or we did anything bad. In fact, the transition out was very, very, um, well done and very good and very memorable. Um, but now I look back and say, I wouldn't change anything. I would have just done it exactly the same. And so, um, 
but yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. We're in Cleveland and I'm wearing a jacket just because it's really cold outside and I'm in my <laughs> basement. Cause that's where my, my wife kicked me out in. So, but, nice. uh, but yeah, nice. we enjoy, we're enjoying what, where, where God has put us. So. Yeah, well, I'm glad you actually circled back to that and, and telling your story there. Uh, maybe not the myth of media that we were going to cover today necessarily, but I think that is a common myth, if you will, even in the church space, because I was in a similar position uh, as you working at a, uh, a church as a media director, and I really enjoyed my time there. And, uh, you know, I, I never, it's not that anyone tried to make me feel this way but I often did have this sense of well I'm not uh, you know I'm kind of subpar because I'm just the media guy you know and uh, a lot of the church leaders out there that uh, are, li- are you know listening or watching uh, they if you're feeling that way uh, you uh, very well there's there's a good chance and you know it you could be called to what you are doing and you you have value there and there's nothing wrong with being the media guy and in the world we live in today and that if anything has been positive about 2020 and the pandemic it is highlighting the importance of media uh, and technology and, and those fields. And so, uh, yeah, I'm glad you said something about that because uh, we we it can be very easy to get caught up in the church world and feel like, well, um, is this, you know, I, I'm just the, like I said, I'm just the media guy or I'm just a designer. And you're not just uh, anything. I mean, you are providing great value there. So uh, I, I really like that part of it when I was telling my parents like, Hey mom, dad, I'm not, I'm not called to preach. Um, it kind of shocked them in the sense that, you know, I, I, that's how I grew up. Like I grew up around church. Mm -hmm. I grew up around preaching contests. I grew up around all that. And so I guess you can become expert in some of that where you know how to do an outline, you know how to dissect a a passage or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it seemed like it came naturally. It seemed like it came, you know, very well done, I guess, in people's eyes to me, I didn't, but, um, when I told my parents that, um, it kind of shocked them. But then I told them this, I said back in junior high or really high school, my ninth and 10th grade year, which were kind of rebellious years for probably most people. Um, yeah. I wanted to go to a Christian college, which most people probably think exactly the college I'm talking about, um, that had liberal arts offerings in graphic design. And mm-hmm. I was very hardly considering wanting to just, rebel against my parents' wishes in a sense, but not, not necessarily their wishes for me, what I thought was their wishes. Um, and just kind of go to this Christian college and pursue graphic design. And um, my sister talked me out of it. Um, and I brought that up to her when we were moving. And she's like, I am so sorry. I was like, no. I was like, if I would have done that, I would have never met my wife. I would have never you know, had the experience that, you know, um, and, and God has a season for everything. And mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I say this to say that, 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 you know, my, my parents were very kind of like, man, you should have told us. And yes, I should have probably brought it up. But at the same time, I think, you know, if, if someone's listening and they're kind of scared of bringing something up, pray about it first and then bring it up because you're going to look back and say, man, I should have done that sooner. Um, because for me, if, if we would have waited probably one more or two years, um, I think it would have been, it would have been hurtful for our marriage. It would have been hurtful for our family in the sense that because both of us knew like, this is not where we're supposed to be. So why are we staying here? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, for people listening, just 
if God's tugging on your heart, just say something and don't be afraid to do it. Cause I can tell you firsthand, I was afraid to say something. Um, and it took me two years to get over that fear, um, to where I eventually just had my resignation letter typed up prior to my meeting. And I just went into that meeting. I said, here's my resignation. Whereas before I was like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I was scared. Um, cause we had, God had provided for us. He, we, we were on a good salary. We, you know, we had good future as far as, you know, potential and, um, we had good insurance. We had everything that, you know, um, a pastor and fa- church family should do for staff. It was being done. But, um, so that was my comfort zone. Um, and coming out here was really a step of faith and people thought it was different. People were saying, well, no, if you stay here, it'll be faith. No, to leave here would be faith. Like to, to mm-hmm. jump out and do what God says, that's, that's faith. Um, and so I just wanted to add that because I, I feel like there's a lot of people that may, may be in the same position like you and I were, you know, where it's like, it's just not working. Is this really what God wants? And you just have to kind of get over that, that hump um, of fear. So, yeah. and I think in the and, year of COVID, I think that getting over your fear is, is a, is a yeah. very important topic. Yes. Yeah. Well, and if there's anything, again, trying to just, you know, look on the upside of, you know, obviously the topic of the year is COVID. Uh, if there's anything, though, I have seen it in and, and obviously you transition, you made your transition uh, two or three years ago. I made my transition from ministry to, to doing this on my own about four years ago. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've noticed other people making transitions because, COVID has just shaken our lives up, you know? I mean, it has just taken anything that was normal uh, and just completely thrown that out the window. And uh, those comfort zones that you're talking about, they've been altered. They've been uh, disrupted in a big way. And so, yeah, people are making choices. Uh, And yes, I'm sure that people are making, you know, wrong choices as a result of that as well. But, uh, you know, it's a time to definitely, if anything, you go through a year like 2020 and you have to say, uh, what, how did I grow from this? Um, how, how can I grow from this as, as negative as, uh, of an impact as it's had on in some way on just about everybody, uh, you have to think, how can you, can you grow through it and, and yeah, make that transition. I'm glad you said that about comfort zone as well, because that is something, uh, for me, my, my whole life, uh, I, I've, (laughs) you know, I've been all about the comfort zone. I mean, and everybody is, I mean, you just, and you get complacent there. And even, even this year, I mean, I've, there's been a lot of stuff happened in my life this year to, to move me out of that comfort zone. And a lot of it, yes, like I said, was, was kind of spurred on by uh, the pandemic and and whatnot. And I've made some new choices and and whatnot. And uh, you know, some of it uh, again, some of it, you know, you're, you're, you're excited about, but some of it you could be pretty anxious about, but, but either way, uh, I think, like you said, God, God knows what he's doing. He has a plan. And, uh, and so that is, uh, that, that's, that's really awesome how, uh, you got to, because I mean, I'll say this, you know, I've seen your work and, uh, you truly are gifted in this area of design. And, um, you know, it's not to say that, uh, you're, you, you couldn't, and I'm sure you were as an assistant pastor, I'm sure you were very effective, uh, in what you were doing there. But, uh, you know, if you have a talent, uh, like you do and a gift, uh, like you do, I believe you have to, uh, lean into that as much as possible. That is what God has given you 
to to steward and, and, and to take care of. And, you know, for some people, I would argue uh, that, it, you know, as as talented as you are at what you do, um, trying to, you know, do that alongside some type of full-time ministry or something like that, I would say, I would argue that, hey, there's a good chance you're, you're actually not investing into your, your, your talents and the gifts that God has given you like you should. Um, and so, and it reminds me, there's another guy I know, um, he was kind of in the same position, but with videography, um, very, you know, just gifted videographer. And he made that transition too. it's been about a year and a half ago. Uh, and he's, he's so glad he did. So, and, and especially, you know, more and more as, as life goes on, we, we realize, and as, as technology and other things become more dominant, we realize that, uh, this, uh, design videography, this creative space is more important than ever uh, and I th- and, and it's nice to see the church finally kind of catching up and starting to value that as well uh, and so to be honest I mean um, th- there were some classes I took I was I was pursuing my master's in, in design and creative design for a little bit and then I decided to not pursue that anymore <laughs> um, but there are a few classes that I was able to take I'm glad I took them just because it was on the history of design and of art and there is so much history. And I know sometimes people think of Catholicism when they think of art. But really beyond that, um, art is, has a very deep Christian root. And mm-hmm. for some reason, there's been this gap um, over the last hundred years or so of churches looking down on the creative arts. I think that's a huge mistake. Um, I think... Graph design, if you look at how it transcends borders, it transcends languages, it transcends cultures, simply because of the visual aspect. We are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I believe all of us have kind of this appreciation for creativity. And I really believe that goes way back to when God says, I created everything. Like God's a designer. He's a creator. And so that's in all of us. When he says that he created man and woman in his own image, he is a creator. So all of us have appreciation for creativity or design or beautiful things, whether they're man-made or God-made, like we appreciate those things. And when you're not gravitating towards that, you're really losing and alienating a lot of people. And I really think when you look at graphic design, when you look at web design, when you look at videography, that is a way to communicate to people nowadays. And if a church is not grasping that, um, I, I really think it's, it's a huge pitfall. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, and I agree, there's a lot of churches coming around the corner with this. And I think that's yeah. a huge progress, um, per, you know, progressive thing to do in a good way. I know progressivism has a bad name, but that word, it means, you know, moving forward, right? Yeah. Progressing yeah. forward to, to good things. And so, um, yeah, I think graphic design is very important. Um, and, you know, it's definitely a skill. Not everybody necessarily has that skill, but I think everybody's creative. Well, thanks again for joining us here at Church Media HQ. 
wherever you are listening or watching. We hope that you will subscribe. We're available on many podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So be sure to hit that subscribe button and also the little bell so you get notified whenever we publish new content. And if you're watching on Facebook, uh, go ahead and give us a like. Uh, and wherever you're watching, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, when you like our video, it really helps our content to get seen by more church leaders like you. And of course, we love to hear from you. So feel free to share some feedback back some ideas some questions in the comments or reach out to us and let us know what you'd like to hear from us in future episodes now we are here just a week or so away from uh, the week of christmas and i am really excited about what we have to show you next week it's going to be a unique uh, take on our typical church media hq episodes and i do have to say you're going to want to watch this episode As I mentioned earlier, we always put out video versions on YouTube and Facebook. So again, be sure to subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, so that you can watch this content when we release it for next week's episode. And thanks as always for joining us. We're so glad you would take some time to spend with us each week. And we look forward to seeing you again soon right here at Church Media HQ.